thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jason. I am your co-host with God and Jesus at the wheel. They are the one in charge of this ship. So, full disclosure, this is my second time doing this. I don't know what's going on. I already had done this <laughs> before I went to the gym, uploaded it. It. I heard the music, the intro music play, and then the outro music play, but all 13 minutes in between was zilch. So I have no idea what's going on. Somebody must have been hearing me because I, I had some live listeners, and they wouldn't have stuck around for silence. So, <laughs> I don't know. Um, it just, I tell you, and then in the middle of that one, of course, my intro music decided to play again, um, without even the cursor being over the option to push that song without even my hand being on the mouse pad itself. I'm telling you, I don't know what the heck is going on, but I am getting a barrage of attacks. It seems like from Satan and it is, well, you know what? I'm not even give that satisfaction, but I will say this is mildly inconvenient from the <laughs> from the not being able to publish anything to having the internet issues and then when I got my internet modem back up then it was getting my connectivity and then when I got my connectivity then the, the, you know the first two or three podcasts I think it was the first two it was a bible reading and then like another uh, discussion that ended up being like fading in and out with the signal, like as if I was losing signal. I, I don't know what is going on, but it, and then like I did a couple of yesterday, a quick look in the Bible reading and I was listening to them today. Well, and this one was, I think this one was actually partially my fault. I was trying something new, a different setting on the microphone and it didn't quite sound the way I wanted it to. Um, and the playback. So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing um, because the way it sounds now is I think just fine. So, all right, we're going to do this again. Forgive me if I blast through this reading. Um, we just got back from the gym. I'm super tired and uh, hungry, need to eat dinner yet. And so we're going to do the reading of chapter 13 out of the book of John again. <laughs> and it reads, it's the washing of the disciples feet. Here we go. I tell you what, maybe God needs me. Maybe, maybe there's a reason all this is happening. Maybe God wants me to learn a lesson out of this book. I don't know, but here we go. <laughs> all right. You know, and on a little side note, you know, I've had so much going on. And my wife is like, maybe God is just trying to test you and help you gain more patience. I'm like, I need the test to stop. I'm done with the test. <laughs> I'm over it. Anyway, I digress. All right, here we go. The washing of the disciples' feet. Before the feast of Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to pass from the world to the Father. He loved his own in the world, and he loved them to the end. The devil had already induced Judas, son of Simon the Iscariot, to hand him over. So during supper, fully aware that the Father had put everything into his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God, he rose from supper and took off his outer garments. He took a towel and tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and dry them with the towel around his waist. He came to Simon Peter. He said to him, Master, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered and said to him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will understand later. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, 
him. Unless I wash you, you will have no inheritance with me. Simon Peter said to him, Master, then not only wash my feet, but my hands and head as well. Jesus said to him, Whoever has bathed has no need except to have his feet washed, for he is clean all over. So you are clean, but not all, for he knew who would betray him. For this reason, he said, not all of you are clean. So when he had washed their feet and put his garments back on and reclined at the table again, he said to them, do you realize what I have done for you? You call me teacher and master, and rightly so, for indeed I am. If I therefore, the master and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. I have given you a model to follow, so that I, as I have done for you, you should also do. Amen, amen, I say to you, no slave is greater than his master, nor any messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you understand this, blessed are you if you do it. I am not speaking of all of you. I know those whom I have chosen, but so that the scripture might be fulfilled. The one who ate my food has raised his heel against me. From now on, I am telling you before it happens, so that when it happens, you may believe that I am. Amen. Amen, I say to you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Whoever receives the one I send receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. When he had said this, Jesus was deeply troubled and testified, Amen, Amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another at a loss at who him, whom he meant. One of his disciples, the one who Jesus loved, was reclining at Jesus' side. So Simon Peter nodded to him and find out whom he meant. He leaned back against Jesus' chest and said to him, Master, who is it? Jesus answered, It is the one whom I hand the morsel after I have dipped it. So he dipped the morsel and took it and handed it to Judas, son of Simon the Iscariot. After he took the morsel, Satan entered him. So Jesus said to him, What you are going to do, do quickly. Now none of those reclining at the table realized why he said this to him. Some thought that since Judas kept the money bag, Jesus had told him, Buy what we need for the feast or to give something to the poor. So he took the morsel and left at once, and it was night. <clears throat> when Jesus had left, Jesus said, now is, the son of, now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and he will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you a little long, while longer. You will look for me, as, and, I, and as I told the Jews, where I go, you cannot come. So now I say to you, I give you a new commandment. Love one another as I have loved you, so you also should love one another. This is how all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Simon Peter said to him, Master, where are you going? Jesus answered him, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, though you will follow later. Peter said to him, Master, why can't I follow you now? I will lay, lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Amen, amen, I say to you, the cock will not crow before you deny me three times. And that concludes the reading of chapter 13. So, um, I want to go back to a couple things real quick here. One of them being in verse 34, where he says, I give you a new commandment. Love one another as I have loved you, so you also should love one another. This is how all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. And this one right here, I will say, 
It can be very challenging to love other people because there's so many different people out there with so many different mindsets and different ways of doing things, right? Things that sometimes they may do things that frustrate you, but at the end of the day, it's about that agape love, right? It's that love, that true, you know, that true, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hmm, I'm, I'm like at a loss for the words. It's like at the tip of my tongue, but that true platonic, I guess, that platonic love for one another. I guess, no, agape is better. And sometimes it's hard, right? And so, and then another area that <clears throat> I was discussing in the last recording that didn't record was when um, Peter said, Master, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. And then Jesus basically called him out because, you know, God and Jesus, the Holy Spirit, they're all one, right? So they know what we're going to do before we do it. And so when, when Peter said this, I mean, Jesus basically knew that these were shallow words. And he said, will you lay down your life for me? Amen, amen, I say to you, the cock will not crow before you deny me three times. And I tell you what, when I watched that play out in, uh, in on the uh, Pure Flix uh, season of uh, The Life of Jesus, which is based on the book of John, watching that scene play out was just horrifying because you can just see the fear in Peter's face when he finally denied Jesus the third time. And he like then realized, oh no, like he, he knew. And if he knew that I would deny him three times, maybe he might question my true intentions, right? My true discipleship for him, right? Which he doesn't. But Jesus knew, like, these are the things that had to happen, right? So anyway, I just found it very interesting. But I apologize for cutting this very short. Like I said, I had already done this once already. And so we're going to cut this a little short. I apologize. I don't want to cheapen this, but I do have very limited time. And as you all know, I get up at 2 a.m. And so I have to get some dinner and I would need to eat before 8 o'clock um, because I try to you know, keep my eating window between um, 4 and 8 o'clock. At 4 p.m., let's see, 4, 5, 6, 7, excuse me, 5 to 8 p.m. Or four to seven, really, actually. But because we went to the gym, you know, I got to adjust a little bit because I try to fast. I do intermittent fasting. I fast for 20 hours a day. So I need to eat before my window is closed. So we're going to end this with a closing prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for this time together. We pray and we ask for your guidance and be our shining beacon, you know, our light. Guide us every step of the way with every thought, with every encounter that we have out there with others. Help us, um, guide us, and show us how to have that agape love as Jesus did for others. It is tough because we are human. We are not Christ. We are imperfect, and it is very hard sometimes for an imperfect human being to show a indiscriminate love for others. And so we just ask that you guide us on that. I pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And that is it. I hope you all have a wonderful night, and we'll see you tomorrow. I want to say thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. 
You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget you can find us at www.ishardline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.